Hello friends, this is Simarjeet Singh taking a quick break in what's been a rather slow day. Not that time has moved any slowly. I mean, time actually moves at the same pace, right? It's our perception. Sometimes things are moving really fast. We say, oh, the day's just flown by. And other days, you know, you're sort of even finding the time during lunchtime to record a quick audio like this one. Um, Einstein said it beautifully. He said, when you're quoting a nice girl, an hour seems like a second. <laughs> and when you sit on a red hot cinder, a second seems like an hour. And that's relativity. That's relativity, my friends. So relatively today, time's been moving a little bit slow. And that's because I have been busy with the least sexiest components of the innovation process, which is finishing stuff, finishing initiatives and ideas and aha moments and, you know, new projects that we started. You know, it's so exhilarating to start new stuff and, and sort of have a meeting around it and um, show it to other people and the whole team's fired up and then it sort of disappears. You know, the daily firefighting takes over. I read this uh, funny meme about meeting somewhere which said, uh, are you lonely? Are you tired of working on your own? Um, do you uh, love making presentations? So hold a meeting and or you can do all of this on company time. You can see people, show charts and PowerPoints and feel important and um, eat free food, have tea and coffee and get nothing done all on company time. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is this. Uh, it's exhilarating to start and launch and do new stuff and talk about it and make a presentation about it, write a social media post about it. And what is very, very difficult, my friends, is to roll up your sleeves and get to work. So uh, especially if it goes against your strengths, especially if it, especially if it goes against your innate nature, right? So I am more of an idea person. I, you know, randomly would come up with uh, great ideas for content creation, for marketing, for uh, engagement of our social media tribe and so many other things. So I keep coming up with the, all these ideas, but then I, what I find is a pattern that um, daily firefighting takes over every now and then, and we lose out on finishing these things. And until we finish, there's no value addition, right? This is common sense, but not common practice. Uh, a lot of businesses, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, organizations um, come up with great ideas, but we don't finish them. And there is no value addition to the world at large until you finish, until you um, bring that idea to life. One of the oldest uh, marathon runners in the world is a gentleman that I deeply admire. He actually lives close by to where I, where I live in Jalandhar city in Punjab. This gentleman is, uh, goes by the name of Mr. Forja Singh. And Mr. Singh is 105 years old now. And he is um, a popular person all across the world, you know, great inspiring figure. During one of his marathons in London, uh, a BBC journalist, I believe, uh, asked him the, the seemingly silly question, uh, Mr. Singh, you've just started another marathon. Could you please tell us, uh, could you please tell our viewers, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> to which Mr. Forja Singh uh, replied in chest Punjabi. He doesn't, he doesn't know English. Um, so his coach does the translation for him. So Mr. Forja Singh replied in Punjabi, which I will translate in English for you as well. He said, I have which loosely translated means, son, I'm 104 years old now. What do you expect? My knees hurt, but now that I've started this race, son, I got to finish it, right? So this is the beauty of people who finish things, who make things happen. Forja Singh wouldn't have 
the sort of sense of satisfaction, the joy, the fame, and all the other things that came to him if he wouldn't be finishing his marathons. Um, and that's a point that I'm trying to make here. We all got to learn to finish stuff, especially if, we, if you are the innovative, creative type. Understand that for creative folks, you've got a whole big bridge to cross in order to get from creativity to innovation. Creativity is coming up with new ideas. Innovation is uh, making them happen, is going through the hard part of execution, right? And uh, that's what I want to talk about today. I want to give you nine. It's actually eight pointers. I've stretched it to nine because eight's not really that sexy. Nine is, you know, nine ways to change your life. So this is, <laughs> these are the nine sort of pointers, practical sort of tips, uh, which you might find useful in your journey of making things happen. I don't care if you're if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a solopreneur, a freelancer who's sort of lacking the discipline to finish projects, you're a young student who's lacking the discipline to finish the assignments, you're an aspiring author who's lacking the discipline to publish that next blog post or to finish that chapter, um, or you're a motivational speaker with a huge list of things that you must complete, you will benefit from these nine things. Number one, learn to switch gears. It's really, you got to understand um, that uh, the mindset is everything. So on days that I exclude exclusively devote to finishing things, I dress up differently. I come in with a different frame of mind to work. It's not the usual day for me, right? Um, you want to get um, different sort of results. You've got to condition your mind and your body and your psyche in an entirely different way. So uh, I, it's literally time to roll up the sleeves and to tell yourself to switch gears, to have a, a very clear list of objectives in front of you and um, to understand that, that, to have that sense of urgency. So switching gears that is point number one number two expect huge huge massive internal resistance expect massive internal resistance your internal resistance because um, you're a creative person is going to tell you ah you know we could do this later let me go do that first let me check my social media now let me do this let me make that phone call let me meditate now etc etc your internal resistance is going to find like a thousand very um, excellent excuses i call them excellent excuses to convince you out of doing stuff right so understand, recognize, know thy enemy, <laughs> right? So expect huge amount of internal resistance. And number three is resist the temptation to start or jump in into other new projects, no matter how exciting they might be, no matter how powerful that aha moment is, write it down if you have to. Record it somewhere so you don't lose track of it, but don't sort of divert your creative attention to that direction. Record it, make sure it's visible somewhere so you can pursue it later but don't start taking action on it. That's number three. So number one was switch gears, right? Number two, expect huge internal resistance, know thy enemy. Number three, resist the temptation by all means to start other new projects, right? And also resist the temptation to go to social media because that's another very powerful way of avoiding confronting the things that you need to confront. I dare you, I challenge you to finish the unfinished tasks in your life and in your business, right? Number four, my friends, is have a very clear, simple checklist, which clearly demonstrates what is the end result that you're trying to seek here. What is the end result? What is my brain, my eyes, my sensory organs? What do they need to see, feel or experience when I can say, aha, this job is done now, okay? Be very clear about that. Number five, visualize yourself going all the way to that 
desired state. Visualization for me is a powerful tool. Visualizing the process, not just the end outcome. I visualize the process as well. I can see myself finishing, working on that thing, making it happen. I see and visualize other people responding favorably. I see and visualize uh, favorable conditions. I see and visualize things moving forward in the direction. And then uh, I see myself all the way to the end destination, having a little celebration with the team and saying, okay, this thing is now done. Number six, my friends, perhaps is the most important on this list of uh, eight or nine, whatever you want to call it. Number six is delegate, collaborate, outsource, hire freelancers, get help, ask for help. You cannot do it all by yourself, especially if you're a creative person right? While you strengthen that muscle of execution, while you strengthen that muscle of doing things, in the meanwhile, please collaborate with other people who are experts in getting that thing done, or who, who make their bread and butter from that very thing, which might mean a little more financial expenditure for you. But I'll tell you what, it's going to be worthwhile because you will get more stuff done, right? If you involve these people, even if it involves paying extra money. So delegate, collaborate with the right side of folks, outsource things that you can, hire freelancers, and get other people to help you on this so that you don't feel overwhelmed. Creative people feel overwhelmed very easily with the execution part and they give up. And in, in this very thing, the world loses out on so many brilliant inventions and ideas and your business is going to lose out on so many new ideas. Don't let that happen to you. Delegate, collaborate, outsource, hire freelancers. Number seven, communicate your expectations to them very clearly, please, right? Invest time in communicating your expectations to these freelancers, to these people that you're collaborating with. Don't lower your standards. You are not going to like it if you lower your standards. Keep the high standards, keep the bar high, but at the same time, communicate in great detail, in great clarity, and find the right sort of people who have the temperament to work with you, right? Don't work with the sort of people who will not spend time understanding your vision because then this entire process is gonna backfire. Find the right kind of people who have the patience, to understand your vision and um, who have the sort of communication ability to uh, get this message, to understand this message and communicate what they feel. So communicate expectations clearly. Don't lower your standards if you don't want this process to backfire. If you want this process to work for you, please communicate your expectations clearly and well in advance. Number eight, create checkpoints where you can see progress and offer suggestions for course correction if there are any, right? So. I usually do this if there is like um, uh, some copywriter is working on a new web page or some video editor is working on something or you know whatever we're working on I would in the process of delegation because I like done, uh, to have things done you know to a high standard and uh, you know to the sort of uh, standards that I'm used to um, so what I will do is I will create checkpoints so if you want to move from creativity to innovation my friends after delegating create checkpoints where you can see progress happening and thus that progress is going to reassure you that this process works and also if people are not matching up to your expectations it's a good time to say hey let's pause here you probably haven't understood what we're trying to do this is what i'd like to see so you know that process saves everybody time and so this is where you move from getting things done by yourself to being a mentor to being a guide to being a trainer so that you build a working relationship with this third 
third party and then you can use them over again in the future as well that was number eight so actually there are eight things that i would want to share on this number nine is just to re-emphasize the most important point collaboration is the key my friends collaboration is the key you don't have to do it all alone please understand you don't have to do it all alone there is no glory in burnout there is no glory in doing everything yourself right and um, especially if execution and completion are not your strengths i urge you to um, get help i will finish this recording with this wonderful um, quote from theodore lewitt uh, lewitt i believe theodore lewitt who wrote this popular hbr article which is called creativity is not enough i think it was written long back i'm not sure which year it was very controversial when it came out because um, theodore actually um, challenged every prevailing conception about innovation at that point of time and i think it's still valid today go read that hbr article by theodore lewitt which is titled creativity is not enough and i quote from that uh, article what is often lacking is not creativity in the idea creating sense what is often lacking is not the creativity in the idea creating sense but innovation in the action producing sense i.e putting ideas to work so when when theodore lewitt is talking about the gap between creativity and innovation he beautifully poetically is sort of segregating these two things which are often confused and used interchangeably creativity and innovation He's saying what is often lacking is not creativity. In other words, there's plenty of creativity floating around in the idea generation sense, idea creation sense, but innovation in the idea producing sense, i.e. putting ideas to work. And that, my friends, is very hard. And that, my friends, is the least sexiest component of the innovation process. And if you can develop the sort of self-discipline to do this, and to change gears i promise you that you will add so much value to whatever that that you're doing today you guys take care thank you for listening bye bye now mm-hmm.